to Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. Here we go. Um, I'm in Dublin, everyone, and I am about, I don't know, six, seven hours away from uh, flying back to Amsterdam. So I'm here with my good friend and uh, final appearance in my podcast, Brandon Iron. Brandon. Hi. Um, thanks for doing it. it it's been a f- uh, very uh, fun and eventful three days. Thanks for inviting. Um, um, you know, we only have probably about an hour or so. But anyway, thank, thanks for inviting me, and I had a good time. And uh, how, how has it been? Uh, I mean, last time I saw you, August. Was it July or August? Yeah, yeah, just at the beginning there. It left sunny California to come to rainy, cold, windy Ireland. And as you've experienced, we went up to Belfast uh, for a day, and we experienced some snow and uh, our lives are parallel to the Titanic. They are just sinking fast. This is, <laughs> this is how cheap I am. Like, we get there, 17 pounds. What was it, like $25 right. to go in, right? right. like, fuck. I would like to check it out, but it's not worth $25. So we ended up having nice tea and hanging out at Belfast. But I'm I'm glad I went there because um, we're we're kind of like amateur historian buff we like history and culture and we basically went through that sectarian violence uh aka protestant versus catholic in the northern ireland so we took the what is a black yeah, black taxi tour, tour. yeah the, highly recommended if you visit belfast it's it's excellent and as a kid i remember reading uh you know occasional violent event in Northern Ireland, but uh, it really is different when you actually take a tour. And the guy who drove us, um, it's a very common name in Northern Ireland, but Paddy, he was outstanding. I mean, the way he spoke to us, whenever he pulled over, he'll get back at a taxi and give us a really personalized story. And I think I missed this part. Didn't you tell me like one of his brother got murdered? Yeah, that's what he, he started off. He was living in Manchester and in the 70s, uh, a relative of his passed away in a bombing. So Talk about a fucked up way to go. And that was your second time going through the tour, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd done it before, but it makes me realize that every day you're not petrol bombed is a good day. <laughs> um, and it was really interesting to see this, those murals. I mean, they're beautiful, but also political statement. And of, of course... We're obviously you, you you work in porno business, so people are more uh, visual. They love to see visual, and like it really, mo- it really does move you. Like you see the pictures of people who got murdered or killed, and um, of course you have names imprinted against to the wall and um, the walls. You know, they, they were saying like the Berlin Wall lasted twenty years, but. I mean, forty plus years still. Is, uh, yeah, this yeah. gigantic peace wall separating. Uh, Catholics and Protestants and you just just w- gotta wonder it's like California and porn is all about sex and and in Belfast it's all about violence you know sex and death two main forces just uh, compete I'd, I'll take the sex over the death anytime so that, so um, I'm glad I went you know it's, it's, it's a very somber tour uh, we 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 were even standing in front of the office. Uh, why am I forgetting that? Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin, yeah. And uh, it is it is very strange because for years I read about him. Uh, Good Friday agreement with Senator George Mitchell. I mean, highly respected senator. I think Minnesota? I can't remember. Wisconsin? I, don't, I can't remember. I don't but, uh, yeah, uh, I had a good time. We got back in Dublin. And um, what's it like for you as a Canadian? Is, is, is there any similarity between the... I mean, the weather is, I'm sure, is very similar. Yeah, just balls, balls shrinking. Or they're retreating back into your body cavity. Bone-chilling, cold <clears throat> weather. Not for me. 
anyone out there within, you know, if you hear my voice, come save me, please. I'm being held against my will in a <laughs> rainy, cold, hostile environment that's killing me and shrinking my dick. Speaking of your dick, um, have you even thought about, is, is it illegal to film porn in Dublin? I I don't know. I, I haven't actually checked it out, but it would not fly here. There's too much, uh, or if it is, it's very so far under the radar. There's probably girls that do camming here, but yeah. they're, to the best of my knowledge, there's no sex industry per se. There's no strip clubs. There's no. It's very Catholic-influenced uh, laws and mentality, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you're in a time capsule and you traveled back a hundred years. And didn't you tell me you saw you met a group of kids? Well, we call them kids, but they just run up. One of the guy ran up to you and say, "Hey, are you Brandon Iron?" Yeah, that was that was my introduction to Dublin back when I got here, you know, way back when on a visit. But uh, yeah, in in what's become my adopted home, there are porn fans out there. But these guys are like twenty years old. They've They've never joined a site. They freely admit they get everything off of, you know, tubes and torrents. And, uh, and and it's just funny because, you know, it's like being YouTube famous without the YouTube money. Even yeah. It's just every everyone sort of has, has exposed, uh, you know, to the work in their own way. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it, also me, I'm turning 48 this year and it just starts to... You know, you show your own age and just how people consume media differently now than... It's so know. different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was watching, like, episode of Dawson's Creek, like, a couple months ago. You know, that's, like, ni- late 90s, and both of the main characters who work in video store, you know? And it's not, like... It's not quite 20 years, but... it's You know, it's not that long ago, but that business is gone, you know? I mean... In that episode, they, they didn't even have DVD, DVDs, you know. So, it's it's really it's amazing how quickly things could go well or bad, you know. And I, I feel like dinosaur because I I've been out of the business for four years, but boy, it's 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 changed, and people always figure out new ways to uh, consume these products, you know. Well, well, that's the thing too. It's been been maybe about a week or so since David Bowie's passing. Yeah. And I watched this documentary on him and it was just fascinating how he reinvented himself in every decade, in every era, he made himself <coughs> relevant. And again, it's just that time's passing and you and you realize if you're a one trick pony or if you know, even as a guy, if you realize, Oh my god, you know, you're you're yesterday's baked goods or whatever you're you're been on the shelf too long or you just realize like things you don't realize that 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 all the the glory and wonder that you had it when it was your time in the sun i guess is what i'm saying you know yeah i mean i mean when i started working for evil angel early on i thought it would never end i thought this is a perfect job i you know it's it's fun i watch naked people all day and uh, I thought the good time will never end but it always does yeah but new beginning new fun also it can start you know you just gotta like that David Bowie thing is a very good example like I guess you need to learn to reinvent yourself and you know change with times I guess I tried my best stab at 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 getting the get rich quickest thing with the powerball Again, if you're within earshot of my voice, please, Internet gods, you found ways to rip off movies, TV, music. Can we at least buy Powerball tickets anywhere on Earth? Please take my money. Oh, because this, they have restrictions. Like you have only to be two, U.S. citizen? Yeah, only two states, Illinois and Georgia, allow you to buy Powerball uh, tickets online. And that's just criminal. And I guess California has some sort of like service that'll they'll do it for you and all but come on internet people get with it let's have it so that everyone has an equal chance of of losing the money yeah losing (laughs) their money but yeah um so it's really uh, you know this is my first trip to dublin i i'm you know this patty powers legal sports betting I'm shocked they're allowed to do that because heavily Catholic country, you know, I thought they're going to be very strict on that, but that's legal. 
great. I love the fact that that's legal. Um, like you were saying, sex business, not so much of it. But there is. It's just more hidden, obviously, right? Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for equality of the vices. Let the perverts like me have, indulge in their own. You know, we need more flesh pots. We need more brothels. We need more. Just open up the gates. Let's live in, you know, 2016 finally everywhere. It's just, uh, I, f I feel like I'm at a, a in a bad porno where the, the nuns are running the Catholic schools, but they're, they, nobody gets naughty. Everyone's just whacking knuckles with rulers and, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying here, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you, it's, if you live in California, pot's legal. It's the home of, of porn and all that stuff. And it's like you live on a different planet and... I'm trying to see the bright side of it, but the sun won't come out here. So it's just like the dark side of the moon here. And I have to say, um, you're such a good friend. You could have left for Germany tomorrow, right? Right. Because, there yeah. Because I've talked about this on Tom Segura and Christina Fizinski's podcast, Go Your Mom's House. Um, there's going to be Bukake and Piss. Event in Bremen, Bremen, Germany tomorrow. Yeah, Bremen. Uh, John Thompson does these, these these events every month or two, and yeah, that was that would have been my big escape. And thanks to cheap flights, you can fly there for like twenty euros or whatever. But uh, again, you know, you got to indulge in your in your kink wherever you can get it. And yeah, I am fascinated by women who just will drink a stranger's piss. And again, that's maybe the last frontier for me because I, I don't know if I can't think of anything. I'm sure there are worse things, but I just I just think piss drinkers are, are a class unto themselves. Are they legal in the retail, retail stores in the States or are they? Uh, I've seen them in New York. Well, mind you, it's been a few years, but I, yeah. I just remember that. I forget if it's 8th Avenue or some off Times Square. But they they had scat bestiality, just the craziest stuff. So uh, you know, the 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 pee stuff. I I sort of, sort of was never into that per se, but I did attend one of these uh, German Goo Girl events. And again, you know, I'm all for guzzling some water and just if if somebody's thirsty. I'll, when, when when was that? Oh, uh, I'll just say a year ago or so. I see. I I went twice, and you know, it's just sort of a break from reality. I think. Everybody needs that that mental vacation, or sure. just to just to experience something and feel like you're walking on the wild side. So, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I am curious. What what was your experience like? Because people have asked me, but I told them like I I've never been to one. I've seen the movies. I went to the uh, Your Mom's House podcast, and I told them like if you want to go, I could recommend you to go certain dates this year for the GGG event. And uh, you know, um, if you just want to watch, you have to pay two hundred fifty euro, if I remember right. Right. And yeah. if you want to participate, just gotta get health, um, you know, documentation proving that you're relatively speaking healthy and you know at least yeah. physically healthy. Mentally, I'm not sure so sure about that, but. Um, but you went, and uh, could, would you mind explain, like, so, what, what, like, how many people are there? Well, this was in Berlin, and yeah. it would be on a Saturday, so you go at about eleven in the morning, and then you get, you know, they check all your paperwork, and they do your IDs, and you get a T-shirt, and you'll get a wristband, and then you go sit around, and they'll they'll parade out the girls. There would be like eight to ten girls, and they all guzzle come, and they drink piss. And there's somebody for everybody's taste. There's, you know, maybe some bigger girls, petite girls, younger, older, whatever. Uh, anyway, it's just, just this flesh circus and they'll have one or two girls in uh, alternating rooms and you just wander back and forth. You snack. On it, it, nothing makes you feel so good to be a man as when you're just in these things and you realize... You know, this girl might suck you off. This you can jack off into this girl's mouth. It's just this uh, real free sort of feeling. But it was also an ego boost because you know several guys they travel from different countries too. And this guy goes, "Hey, are you Brandon Iron? What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah, and it just feels good to say I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of the game. 
you know, not not that I <clears throat> rose so high or whatever, but just I indulged my fun time back when back when I was, you know, able to make a living at it and then life changes and you go in different directions, but sure. I, it doesn't mean I I have any less passion for the game. I love it, you know, yeah. anything that's well done or whatever. So which brings us to this uh, German actress for GGG named Amy. So she's maybe a, a, a buck five, you know, 105 pounds soaking wet, which she was because she was drenched in piss. But oh. I worked with her or no, yeah. I can't say I worked with her. I pissed in her mouth and she swallowed it. and it was just like this hollow leg of of piss consumption and nothing kills your porno crush as not you know i i saw her a few months later then the next time i attended was say like four months later at the next event she was there again but she obviously didn't remember me but uh i guess did she remember the taste when you pissed her on her well, again? Well, I don't know, but she she's a she was very angry, and in German she let it quite known after they cut. She's like stared me down like like she was possessed, and she just said, which somebody translated to me that your piss tastes horrible. <laughs> so well, what I, are they supposed to taste like? I, mean, I don't a, know. I drank as much water as I could, but uh, I swear I didn't have any asparagus. I don't know what the issue was, but uh, that porno romance uh, came quickly to a golden guzzling end. Um, didn't you tell me uh, they also reward you um, casino chips or something if you do something right during the shoot? Yeah, you're, you're, the way it's supposed to work is every time you piss or come, you get a poker chip uh, and you exchange those for like 20 euros yeah. after then. Because, you know, a, a test, I forget, the, the test will cost <coughs> you about 60 euros. So it's sort of a way that you can pay for part of your trip expense or like a lot of guys come in from England or different countries. So it, it helps offset sure. costs. But they do run out of chips too. So, you know, you, you can't rely on that. But some guys do quite well. And if you're able to, to function at a high level, you can you can you know, earn some, some coin that day. But, yeah. um, and didn't you tell me, uh, Thompson, is that John Thompson? Yeah. That's his a, German guy, right? Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. And, uh, he has X amount of, uh, reliable guys. They're ready to do the heavy load. Oh, they got the ringer. They got some of the best performers in Europe it's because, you know, again, imagine the pressure if there's, you know, like 40, 50 guys standing around and, you know, only one guy's going to fuck her and then the rest, you know, it's a big crowded, uh, slippery sort of set. Yeah. And back when it was shot in Berlin, there was this, one of the rooms was this shower room. So it was a big tub in the middle. So I just remember just being fascinated, seeing two girls sort of go back to back and you could just, they are just piss-drinking goddesses in a porcelain, uh, you know, bathtub there. Just, just, oh, mouths open like baby birds waiting to be fed. <laughs> and are these mostly these girls are German girls or East Europeans? Oh, well, it's funny. Yeah, most are German to my understanding, or at Jesus. least they understand yeah. German. But uh, I've see, I guess they get some guests. Uh, they have some Czech models. I know Annie Blackfox has has worked for them and i believe she's czech but uh you know it's it's an it's very high level dirty <clears throat> dirty anything goes you so they need some real kinky girls that are they'll be up for it so i don't i don't want to get in detail but you 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 moved to dublin for personal reasons and i could respect that um it, is it has it been tough to kind of cut yourself from adult business or i mean if you have to do you go back and like what and if you do go back what what do you what do you do in your situation like do you just fly into eastern europe you know what i just it's i live my my dream life for so long that that's who i became as uh, who i identified as yeah and now at this stage in life, I think everyone comes to a crossroads where you got to look yourself in the mirror and yeah. find out who you really are. And I don't know who that person is. I look in the mirror and I just see this aging, balding weirdo. And he didn't grow up. He's a Peter Pan who's turning 48 years old. And 
you know, that, that's scary on the one hand, but it's it's exciting too because yeah. I don't think I'd want to be the same person with the same job throughout his whole life, even if it is your dream job. Sure. You know, who who knows? Who Who's to say you can't be equally happy doing uh, doing other things? But, yeah, I'm living life on different terms, and I became a dad, and that sort of, you know, means means the world to me now in that I didn't know if I'd have the opportunity to be uh, be one, so I want to try and give it a go and, and sure. give it a hundred percent because right. I think everything else I've tried in my life, you know, I've I've failed at many things, but you know, you you can sort of come to terms with yourself and redefine your own meaning of success or what that means to you. So sure. again, I want. I, want to be a good dad to somebody that's all and i i saw very little of uh your daughter because um you know she had to go to school or, or preschool whatever and you know and i stay up late whatnot but uh, what little i saw i i i 100 guarantee you you really dedicate your life to her and i'm it, it's not that i wouldn't say it's surprising but you know just um a lot of my friends, I never thought many of them was going to be a father, you know. But it's for vast majority, it's it really is cliche, but it it was good thing for many of them, you know. I can't even think a situation it was bad. Maybe one of the guy uh, perhaps getting divorced, but other than that, all their relationship, their relationship with their kids are just fantastic. Right. Surprising because a lot of my friends are just like meatheads like myself. So. um is is that the experience? For, was it surprising, or you thought like, oh, when I have a kid, I knew it's going to be uh, fantastic and exciting? I just I didn't think I'd have the opportunity. So, like I say, I just go with it, <clears throat> yeah. give it a hundred percent, and you gotta just force yourself to to think differently or make sure. different priorities. And I I don't know, you know, it's, it's like uh, God, what was that show? Intervention in yeah. the states. I've never had a problem with alcohol, but I understand people with addiction issues because I guess in some ways, like a sex addiction <clears throat> might be the same chemical reaction in your brain or whatever it is. So I really feel for anybody that, you know, feels <coughs> under the control sure. of a substance of this or that. So <coughs> I get it, or at least I like to think I can. So the the most liberating thing is if you can free your mind or just say okay the, uh, there's a bigger world out there or there's <coughs> there's a higher purpose or even if you don't know yeah. what's down the road just you go you take that fork like what did Yogi Berra say when you come to a fork in the road take, take it. it yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm but you know I, I always find <coughs> person like you and my several other friends of mine in a weird spot because I guess you could call it sex addiction but if you're making a living of it you're in a murky water because some guys are into violence but if they have to be good at beating people in mixed martial art maybe they have an anger issue but because it's a profession they make a living they're good at it you know what I mean it's like is that a problem or gambling problem like if you're a professional poker player you have to be good and win a lot of money do you know what I'm trying to say like if you're good at it I don't know is it still a problem? You know what I mean? Like, it just right. seems like if you have success in something that might be horrible for you, but you just happen to be good at it, people overlook that. It's just, it's only a problem if you're not good at it. True. Or make a living out of it. Yeah. Like, I look at guys like uh, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, uh, Messier, and Ronaldo. Um, you know who else could I think? Barry Bonds and um, Jer Derek Jeter, all these athletes. I to me, I think they have a competition addiction. Um, that might lead some of them to be assholes. In fact, I know some of the people that I just mentioned prob most likely an assholes. But once again, if you're successful and you make living out of it, you're kind of exempt from that. You know. And, and and the reason you're very hard on yourself but most men dream they could make a living out of it and no matter how hard you are on yourself you made living out of it for years and most guys believe me hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people wish they could have made a living as long as you've done it and many many people cannot do it not for even sure. one time for sure you gotta give that that to yourself you know what I mean like believe me I've seen I've been to shoots 
believe me, you know. So that's why it's it's you're in a, like a really weird spot, you know. Yeah, but again, everything in life is timing, you know. If you're in the right place at the right time, and you know, being smart enough to know when your when your time is there or whatever. But I guess what what my takeaway from say you know a decade and a half of just living in a playground of non-reality is just take that passion and what's that thing from flash dance a song <laughs> or is it fame no flash dance take your passion and make it happen yeah so I, I still keep the same passion and you just say what would happen if i put that energy into <clears throat> something else and again we'll, we'll it's okay not to know and it's okay to to read a book or to pursue other interests sure. and just to find you know there's some guys who who are who are really jacks of all trades or they can do multiple things at high level. I'm not one of those guys. I like to try and focus on one thing and to my own detriment, like, you know, that consumes me for a short time or you try and make things go. But anyway, to, to be less long-winded about it, it's just it, not knowing is everything now. You know, yeah. every day is what you can make it and you just, like, again... It's a weekday, and you and I don't have nine to five jobs. We went, and you and you see Belfast. There you go. That I consider that a win. Yes. Um. So here, here we are. Um, I don't. I got the feeling that you're not coming back to visit USA anytime soon. No. And you're going to be Dublin. So, um. Two two questions. One, if you do decide to go back, this is just hypothetical question. If you do decide to go back, and if you're not going back to the states, what what, what would someone in your position, similar situation, how do they go back in the business? Just to go to Budapest and just film and put stuff on website? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's the the business is definitely different than when when I started in it. Yeah, and it, it wasn't <clears throat> that much different then too, because Prague's a sex capital. Budapest is a sex capital you just network with agents they have russian girls being flown in from st petersburg and you know it's very because cos- um they illegalize uh shooting porn in russia right right i don't understand but that there's also like you know i think barcelona they have they have crews there for big networks and all so yeah there's still an international thing it, the bigger challenge is how do you make money how do you monetize how do you get your investment yeah. back on the content and you know again there there's smarter people than you and I who who are higher up the food chain that know how to make that happen but cuz I I just I remember listening to recently uh, Joe Rogan talking to my friend Tom Segura Tom Segura who happened to have that uh podcast your mom's house which I love doing a lot and I guess Tom no no it was Joe who said uh paraphrasing him like he doesn't understand why they, there's a need to make new porn when there's millions of porn that have been made in past that there's not one single person could possibly watch every one of them and why would they there's a need for the new and only thing I could think about is it, it's very strange but some of these guys I think some of them is delusional enough like they would like to meet that girl hoping there is a chance with her so I, I don't know I guess some people don't want to watch a movie that is porn girl that's deceased you know I mean what do you think do you do you understand the nature of his questions like, like I get it that that there's such a nicheification of the business now that if you go on the torrents I, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of Riley Reed. I yeah. appreciate her work I think she's a kick ass performer and it's real it strikes me as real you know she's a genuine pleaser she's a genuine you know she enjoys her job but that's that's the beauty of of the torrents. You type in Riley Reed, and you can get all her scenes from every, you know, every company who yeah. shot her. There are people that there are Uber fans out there that make cum shot compilations of just her, you know. So it's just it's so weird. Like it's like people who scrapbook for a living. All ever there's such a detailed fan worship of some of these girls and. And to the detriment of thousands of others, there's only going to be one Riley Reed. There's this one girl here, and you know it can take years <coughs> to be an overnight sensation. Sure, 
Riley has been at the game for a while, but you build up your fan base. She has hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. And that's where the power lies now. There are cam girls from like my... No, no, but, but, but do you understand what Rogue was in like? Why is there a need to make new new movies when there's plenty of other stuff that you haven't seen before? Yeah. I think there's that hunger for the Just unseen... There's the hunger for unseen girls or who's turning 18 today and who does their first anal and who's doing interracial. Yeah. But the business is fragmented. You know, there are high, high level interracial companies and you can't compete that there's high level amateur stuff. And, they, you know, they'll, they'll be, some people have 40 pages of content on their clip store and, they, yeah. you know, is. So I, I get that too, but I guess you got to draw in the paying customer who wants to support your work for what it is, or if your interpretation is different than anybody else's yeah. out there. It is strange. I guess you're right. Like idea like this girl just turned 18 recently. I guess that's appealing. Um, Cameras are better. Editing yeah. things are simpler. Everyone want you know, like, like even less than 10 years ago, everything was like you, 1080 is the the highest resolution now now the new standard is 4k resolution and i bet in a few years that'll leap to 6k or 8k yeah. it'll just get better and better it's always a good time to be a fan it's never been cheaper so you know the barrier to entry is is a couple hundred dollars for a camera but again how do you get your costs back and yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that are just true fans or or they just want to share their vision. And, and it, you know, while the pros get more professional, the amateurs are getting yeah. more amateur and it's a buffet out there. And you can, you know, again, have you ever been on a cruise ship? I don't think so. That is one thing that, again, please... <laughs> Don't wait until you're 60 to go on a cruise. I went for the first time like five years ago, right? And you can never eat all the food. You can never sample everything. And that's the allure of having 24-hour dining. Yeah. If you're feeling peckish for chicken wings, there are, you know, five different kinds. There's blue cheese. Right and that's what the internet is, you know, democratizing all the the <laughs> the the anal freaks from the foot fetish freaks from the interracial day and it's just um, nom, 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 nom. i'm full so what what's it i remember uh, when you were living in uh, southern california you know you you there's days you, you you didn't even plan to film something then some agents say hey i have this girl available tonight and you know she comes over you film something which would be great for your website on and on so you you went on literally cold turkey once you got over here. Was it was it hard? Yeah, again, it's more like a mental thing. I I remember not having a need to jerk off because there was somebody new was available who swallowed and you know every you're just in in the center of the porn universe and send her over and you'd have somebody delivered to your door. You know this. Uh, I always loved girls when they're f brand new in the first month in the business. The the fresher the better, and it was just 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 this fun enthusiasm, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and then you look at at the rise of these casting sites from backroom casting couch to casting couch X to you know every kind of uh, it, there's some that you, you you'll just stumble upon and net video girls has been going on for years but everything just gets better and people in different places now arizona is a hotbed of production and you know is, is it because it's warm you see girls with less clothes is it easier to find talent because i noticed that florida uh, uh georgia and phoenix um georgia for atlanta georgia for like a lot of strip clubs over there in florida obviously with the, yeah i think you need tons of students so you know a lot of universities and you know pornographers will just gravitate towards there or you yeah. need game changers like like that guy out of florida they made that documentary hot girls wanted which oh, i yeah. highly recommend but you just see Netflix, how yeah. somebody who knows how to post on craigslist in you know 20 different cities and you pay the airfare to miami and some girl from texas will be you know, within a week 
into the business. She'll have done, you know, four scenes. She's made thousands of dollars. It's all upside for her. Sure. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's always the same story. There's always scenario in every one of those kinds of documentary where one of the girl goes to her family, tells one of the family member or both of their parents, and, you know, and what do they expect? Of course, they, they don't like it or... Uh, you know, one of the first ones I saw was Annabelle Chung when she flew to Taiwan and told her mom and she come to conclusion, don't tell your dad he's going to have a heartache and die, you know, but she was surprised and she was crying about it. Like, what the fuck do you expect? You know, they're conservative Chinese people. Of course, you know, they're going to be upset, but um, they're never going to have a scenario where girl becomes a porn star, getting fucked in the ass, make money and happy ending. They just won't allow that, you know? Right. It does happen, I'm sure. Maybe not as quite as often as we like, but um, well, it, as long as there are role models for for teenage <laughs> girls, like you know the Kardashians. Yeah. And, oh, so and so is a fashion model, and she's wearing a sheer top. <laughs> uh, I forget if it's Kendall or whatever. She's yeah. Seventeen Jenner. years old, not wearing a bra with the sheer thing. Whoa, you know, and and who can wear the 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 thong best and all. Yeah. Again, just uh, nothing makes you feel like a creepy old man is when you just see what's mainstream. Sure. What what messages all that is is sending. So again, all you kids get off my lawn, but the you just the, as a, as a man when you get older and you just think, wow, where were these girls when I was young? But that's I think part of the allure of of what porn sold me. You know, the fantasy of the girl coming over, sucking your dick. And once you do it hundreds and hundreds of times, I guess you either got to reinvent that that whole, you know, fire inside you or you got to do it better than the next guy. Sure. Because, you know, just like we're talking about the different niches, even the point of view sites saturated online, fucking saturated with high quality, great stuff out there. It it just seems like you're constantly playing this game where you're trying to invent some new niche something that you haven't thought about, you know. And um, I don't I don't get it. Sometimes I'll be watching something like why why I don't know. I guess maybe I'm I'm at the age I'm only like I'm barely a year younger than you, you know. Right. And I I don't I don't get it. Um, maybe it is good I'm out of it, but. Um, so let's say that cold turkey uh you want to go other direction let's say that that's not an option anymore so what 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 will you know let's say you don't have any sort of legal restriction not working or whatever in dublin you could work what what feel ideal like would you like to go i have no clue and that's that's what the scary thing is self-employment i highly recommend it you just got to find out uh, a way to do it. But my dream job is to work from 12 to 1 with a lunch hour in between. <laughs> I will keep looking for that type of type of job. And, you know, again, tap dance on the yeah. on the head of a pin and and hopefully everything works out. But uh, you don't you will you wouldn't want to work in like a tourism business in Dublin. I mean, you, you do like that stuff. So. You know, again, you just you got to find find that that passion or whatever. I just anything that involves self-employment, I'm all for. I see. So, you know, we'll just we'll just cross that bridge. But again, if you just take things day by day and you just say, uh, my mission today is to go to the park with my kid or, you know, just simplify everything. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing I've learned. Uh, What's that thing about alcoholics? You know, one is too many and a thousand ain't enough. I've, I totally understand that because, yeah. you know, I, my goal was to get to a thousand blowjobs on, on load my mouth. And now that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Cause I really, it, 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 it's just irrelevant. You know, even, and you realize that, okay, if there's nothing so special about what I did, well, there there was lightning captured in a bottle at one time, and it's okay if it's not yeah. there anymore. But uh, I appreciate the work of others. Sure, that's that's something you can still <clears throat> say. And then you know, again, I got more into reading and just just being 
aware of other things, current events, you follow stuff, get into movies and all, and you just you just fill your life with with ideas and just knowing what's going on in the world. Because that's the other thing too. There's a lot of bullshit that goes down. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I I think I think a lot of people don't realize. I mean, there are successful people in this business, but it really is a lot of hard work and tedious stuff that you have to deal with, and getting sh- your shit stolen and or not getting paid. You know, it's it's uh, when you start talking about the business side, it 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 can be um, stressful. You know. Um, it's okay not to be in the limelight, but yeah, going putting the 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 limelight back on you firmly. When we were up in Belfast, you were recognized by somebody, so that's got to be fulfilling too. The way just out of nowhere in the in the big cosmos, there's somebody it, who's it w- a fan of of your work, and it's weird to to see that. That guy from Australia, his I think his name was Eddie Ke- Eddie. Sorry, Eddie, if I don't remember your last name. Kelly, I think. Shout from, out to Eddie. Uh, from Australia. He was a fan of the podcast I was on for like 20 to 23 episodes of DVDSA, but um, he didn't recognize me looking at me either. It was just a voice. That's right. always strange. Yeah, it happened, it happened in an off like First time was three and a half, four years ago. Three years ago? Yeah, I was in Seattle. This guy was behind this, you know, you know the war partition between the t- dining and the restaurant? And uh, the guy heard me. He got on the top of his seat and looked underneath and like, hey, are you Yoshi? And so <laughs> that that is very strange. But, um, yeah, he was very nice. Um, it's fun to talk to them. I don't know why they were listening to the shows that I've been in, but um, he w- it was a really interesting conversation. But it, it it is very strange because it's not like TV. If you're in the TV business and movie business, you're a star, yeah, you you get recognized all the time, but... You know, who the fuck is me to even make a big deal out of it? But uh, it it was it really was fun talking to them and um, yeah. Um, but but that's the rush, you know. I've made a living with my dick, and if that is over, if I never get another <clears throat> payday out of it, it was satisfying for its own terms. You've made a, a living with your voice, and how? How great must that feel is to just touch other people or to to get inside people's heads and get people to think that's very that's very nice of you to say that, but making a living is really like stretching it but yeah I, I made some money here and there, but um uh sorry guys i'm I'm really am spacing because I have to go to airport soon and I'll, we'll be done in a few minutes um oh uh this is what I want to ask you. Um, you know, of course, time devours everything. Eventually, someday you and I will be dead. We'll cease to exist. Um, I am very curious if I record this, save this down the road. Maybe there'll be some academic or someone in the colleges studying about um, studying culture and things like that through studying pornography, but you know, if let's say this somebody's, I might be a little arrogant to say this, but let's say hundred years down the road, they're they're watching a movie and they're trying to figure out why was Brandon's movie so popular. Like, do you have any sort of input? Uh, somebody listened a hundred years down the road, like, you know, I have no delusions on on that <laughs> whatsoever because I've seen greatness and. And I, I didn't come close. It's like, you know, mountain climbers who dream of Everest, but, you know, they only make it to the, the hill in their backyard or whatever. That, that it, it's, it's purely like an ego thing, and your own summit is, is wherever you set it. Yeah. So, you know, for, I've already been to the mountaintop, and... <clears throat> uh, and that's fine. I enjoyed the view for for what it is, and uh, you know, we'll we'll climb a different mountain. It, it's the same thing I said over and over, and I know you don't you don't want to make big deal out of it. But and uh, Chris Guidesova said the same thing too. But sometimes when I think about like some of the women that you've been with, like you know, it's just like wow. I mean, you, you, that that like. Like wow, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you get jaded. Maybe Rocco's jaded about it, but for a regular person, it's it's uh, you know, 
stigma or no stigma, it it is pretty impressive. And uh, I to my to me, uh, I, my still favorite thing about you was I'm very happy that I got to meet you 17 years ago, AVN 1999 January. Um, I told you if you ever want to come to Seattle, I've offered that hundreds of people in the business. Nobody ever follow through. They always say they will come up. They never, they never pay attention. They don't give a shit. But you're the only one who came up, and uh, I really appreciate um, all the years we have breakfast and hanging out with other porn people. And you know, oh, cool. yeah, I really appreciate it. And um, I, I hope nothing but the best. And you know. Um, you. I don't want to say what, what's her name, but she's a beautiful child and uh, oh, healthy, and you yeah. know. Yeah, but you know, you just you just touched on like the women, and everyone idolizes the women. I will say, what was grateful, or what I'm grateful for, is is uh, the places I've seen. Just to think off the top of my yeah. head, a Paul, kid from Calgary, right? Right, born yeah. and raised in Calgary. I got to. I was paid to go to you know, Mexico. To, I've seen you know, Germany, Belgium, uh, the Canary Islands. I went to Russia, thanks to porn. I went to uh, um, Minsk, Belarus, Vilnius, Lithuania. Some crazy-ass places. Met some crazy people. Wild times. Uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Places that I wouldn't have seen yeah. had it not been for the business. So... You know, while some people will focus on the women, I think about the 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 places, the cities, the yeah. exhibitions, the fair, just all that that circus that comes with with the business and being young and like you know Jack Kerouac on the road. Yeah, I I love being on the road. And again, if you if that comes to an end or if you come to the end of route 66 yeah and there you go you lay your head down there and you just say it was it was a fucking wild ride and i'd recommend it to anybody if it's right for them i think your book should be called route 69 there you <laughs> go <laughs> because i mean you know i do comedy and i like people to some extent but i think more than anything i i i think you and i are very similar in that we're both like not necessarily people per people people person but place person you know and like i just love going to places and um i love when you you did that tense intensity in 10 cities you know that i really enjoy that you 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 went to 10 different cities in the world and you you have you each city you have a girl and you know the one in the other way makes me laugh because you were explaining to whoever you took there like the parliament and how things work in Canada. I don't. I don't even remember she, if she was a Canadian, but she was. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And um, I. I think I really enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed the. I think one of the last time I went to your place in uh, um, the valley. Um, I don't remember the girl's name, but she was very cute blonde girl. But she was prototypical. Like I don't. I don't even think she's from California, but. She had this vibe like California girl, f fun, sunny, like to smoke weed, and and um, that's why you know maybe it is a perverted thing to say, but even if you don't have sex with them, it's really fun to hang out with young girls. There's something they have some, if you pick the right ones, very hopeful, you know, like they they have they still see a lot of fun, enjoying life, you know, and yeah, and sometimes older people don't have that, so. Um, I tr I I try to take uh, advantage of comedy, try to laugh more, and you know, trying to see good every day. But it's hard sometimes, you know. Well, um, Bo Bowie said it best: "Your ch 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 changes." <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Rickman is dead. David Boy's dead, and I'm missing another third person. Who's another? Th uh, Wait, did you say uh, Lemmy from Motorhead? Oh, that's yeah. So, yeah, so. Oh, at least I met him. I, I I didn't meet the other two, but yeah, it's um it's a very sad way to start the year because um why am I forgetting Rickman's first name all of a sudden? He's in Harry Potter, and I just saw Alan uh, Rickman. Yeah, uh, he. I just saw uh, Die Hard, first time in a long time at the New Beverly Theater, which is owned by Quentin Tarantino, and. Man, he was so good in that. That that like you were saying, baritone voice, like it's magnetic, you know. And 
to see him dead like oh you know the one of the great english actor and uh anyway brandon it's it's late uh this is a short one i'm 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 fading you know um i got up super early as you, you remember you this go. morning yeah. yeah but thanks man um i don't know when i'm gonna see you it's um 100 year anniversary of 1916 revolt in dublin and i didn't have a chance to go see that but i'd like to come back in the fall um, hope to see you then and I'm sure you have a new story to tell me but yeah I'm ending my podcast I think this episode will be uh, last three or four episodes and uh, I'm, 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 I'm very grateful you did it Probably at least half a dozen times and people really like what, oh, well, what you have yeah. to say cheers I appreciate you having me on and to anyone uh, listening I raise a, a pint of Guinness and a toast to your health and please, if you live in Dublin, if you have a business opportunity of Brandon or you have suggestion for him, um, both adult or non-adult, just uh, he, he's, I got to tell you, he's the most honest person I met in adult business. And I, he's a great friend of mine. And uh, he's too modest. And uh, sometimes I feel like he was too honest for this business. But, you know, if you have some way to help Brandon or have idea, feel free to contact him. Uh, don't scream his name in the, uh, on the street, you assholes. <laughs> Just uh, don't do that. Like, Staliano hated it when he walked down the street. Someone say, hey, Batman, really lie in front of his kid and the wife, you know, yeah. like, be, be very discreet. But if you, if you can't help him, what is the best way to contact you, Facebook or Twitter account? You know what? Uh, the bills are paid and the lights are on at brandoniron.com uh, or there's uh, Brandon Iron on Twitter. And uh, whatever's next. All right. Well, that's 50 minutes. Um, what can I say? For those of you who've been listening to the show, thank you very much. Um, I think I'm recording one with Proxy Page tomorrow. Um, after that, I think I have two more episodes after that. And um, thanks for listening, the three or four of you out there in the world. Um, Thanks. Please support Brandon Iron. And uh, cheers, everyone. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, guys.